definitely been that kid who, you know, was a child actor who just went off the rails. Uh, you remember, like, uh, yeah. you ever seen the movie Ben Stiller, Along Came Polly? Yeah. I would have been Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, you would have Crocodile been. Tears or whatever right. his thing was. <laughs> hey, we're live. This is Rob Thompson and Chris <laughs> Solano, <laughs> the coach on... Uh, on Sports Biz Podcast, and we're just talking about Chris's illustrious <laughs> career as a commercial actor when he was a child. He was the fat kid. Correct. He was a fat kid. Still yeah. am. No, no, no. But that, that you, every commercial had that kid. They don't have him now anymore. They have the Asian kid. I think so you, the, you have been replaced by the Asian Yeah, I believe they call actor. that typecasting. You were typecasting. I was. Yeah. 100%. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I could show the video, if there's a way, if we were really fancy, I'd be able to cut to the video right now. Yeah. Maybe I could show it. Anyways, so but no, you you we were talking about you would have been you would have been off the rails on Sunset Boulevard. You would have been right there with all the other crazies, right? Whiskey a go go. Yeah, I mean the the E true Hollywood story about me would have been oh been fantastic. Fantastic. So it would have been you know, you, you, you watched the two Corys, right? The Corey Feldman, Corey Haim thing. Oh, you would have been in there with those yeah, guys. I mean the, there would have been the threesome instead of just those two. Oh my probably. god. So right? Yeah, and then, been. then Leonardo DiCaprio came along, knocked those two out. Uh, actually, they were all one big crew. That was one big crew. Notorious, notorious, crew. right? What did Nightlife. they? They had like some cra- crazy nickname. Yeah, yeah, I bet they did. Yeah, they had some like crazy nickname. Yeah, all those the paternity suit mafia. Oh probably, my god! Yeah, yeah something like that. You <laughs> would have been right. You would have been the ringleader of all those guys. I crazy as yeah. crazy as it sounds, I can't disagree with you. No, so. <laughs> So wait, wait, so tell us about the McDonald's story. So McDonald's didn't, what happened there? I didn't get it. It was supposed to be the big one, and I didn't get it. So, I, uh, the pool of, of um, kids at the time auditioning was enormous, obviously. I made it far. I made it, you know, almost down to it. We th- I thought I was getting it, and, yeah. then, and then quite frankly, after doing it for the better part of my fifth grade year, um, I just kind of made a decision... That I wanted to be a normal kid and play sports and um, so you were a child actor for a brief time. So how did you do? Was it something your mother wanted? I, no, no, my parents are the last thing from stage. This all parents. came from you. You yeah. you had this bright idea. No, I wish I could take credit. Yeah. Um, one of my friends was doing it um, at the time yeah. and said something to my mother and said, yeah. "Hey, you should have him meet this." "Quote unquote agent guy." Right. <laughs> so I met with the guy, and the guy said, "Yeah, you know, we'll do some headshots. I'm sure he stiffed my parents for a couple hundred bucks, <laughs> right?" And uh, growing you know, up on Long yeah, Island, I'm sure my father was yeah. like, "All right, great. Let's just great. take a match to these <laughs> couple hundred dollars." <laughs> and um, I started getting calls yeah. to audition for things, and then he said, um, "I remember this vividly, actually." Tim telling my mom, "Like, you got to be patient. You're gonna have to go through ten auditions roughly before you even get anything. Don't give up." And I got like. The first six in a row, um, because of your personality. You would assume. Well, you yes. know, the funny thing is, I remember going to these auditions, and realistically, you, that's what you had to do. You they would they would give you something to act out, um, and whoever handed up the most. That was it. It was pretty much in. I mean, and I guess you know, as you could tell, I'm probably not a shy person. <laughs> and I, I think. Did you have any speaking parts at all? Because um, of that video I saw, you're just hula hooping. Yeah, a cat, that, with a caterpillar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I had speaking. I did a lot of magazine. Yeah. I, I remember doing Frito Lay, Hershey. Um, you know, stuff you just thumb through in a magazine and realize you're, you're you're looking at to get yeah. that subliminal ad into your brain. Right. Um, and then, yeah, the TV spots were what they were. Um, 
but um, and and in in a in the happy ending to this fairy tale, yeah. God bless my parents. Didn't they didn't become those crazy momagers or dadagers? They <laughs> <Right>. call <laughs> yeah. um, you know um, they took the money and um, invested it and mm-hmm. still growing today. It's uh, not app- that I'm rich by any means, but an Apple. Could you imagine if they put all the money into like Apple back in the was his mid eighties? I don't want to get my dates wrong, but my father invested in um, IBM in 1975. Wow. So I think we did okay with that. <laughs> really? I think we did. So he, he, they put all the money into stocks for you? That's what my dad did. He started to build a portfolio. Um, no kidding. It, it always blows my mind how a guy from Brooklyn, yeah. FDNY guy, yeah. um, who never went to college, you know, figured out how to do you know, these things. Um, I don't know if someone just gave him advice or, um, but he was always pretty active in the stock market and, um, has a, has a solid portfolio himself for a guy that's not in the financial world. Um, and I, I, to, to a lesser extent I do too, because, you know, um, now my best friend in the world, um, works for uh, Morgan Stanley on his own team. Well, through Morgan Stanley, they, they operate a fund. So I'm really involved in it now. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I have, I'm, I'm blessed enough to, you know, listen, I put in the blood, sweat and tears, you know, and ate all the food at the craft services and, and you know, <laughs> did all that. Um, but, um, right. yeah, it was just something in my life I could always was talk about. Was it really blood? There might've been tears. Was it really blood and sweat? Well, I, maybe, was, I guess you're sweating. Oh, so the lights are hot. You're a husky kid. But I gotta be honest, like you don't think about it when you're a kid. You don't, you don't, you know, you think like, do you want to be honest? I was like, this is great. I'm not going to school. Right. Like I'll stand here and dance around. Like well, who cares? Um, so you guys were able to see your commercials because there was three channels back then, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had we had three channels, and it, luckily they played on one of them. Um, and I remember the first time. I yeah. think I was watching I don't know He Man or something, right. and it came on, and I was like, "Wow, that's me!" And yeah, it's. Uh, were you like a celebrity in school? No, I was a loser. All right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I was a loser, but I wasn't a popular kid. They weren't. No, I always liked like you know. I was always kind of yeah. um, that guy that 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 was. Uh, I was into weird things, I guess. Not weird things, but like I I'd beat always the beat of my own drummer. I could care less. Yeah, you know, obviously still today, um, whether it was popular or not. You know, it was just you know my thing. That's so, your thing. but I don't know that anybody really knew or cared. Um, but I mean, I guess they noticed I was missing school <laughs> that year, but. It was uh, it was interesting. It's an amazing story. Yeah, it was, and it to literally materialize out of nowhere. Let me see if I can. And have it actually work out is is pretty amazing if you think about it. Usually, someone takes a thousand dollars from you, you do headshots, and you kiss that money goodbye, and never comes back. Your parents take it. They're they're down in uh, they're down in Atlantic City, blowing it all. Yeah, or something. Yeah. I mean, God, I God bless them. They could have. I would have. Uh, Let me see if I can do. This. I appreciate them. So. Let me see this. I don't know if you can see it. We we can there provide is. the link. We can provide the link. We can do. There he is. There's a caterpillar. Yeah. So there's carrots in the back. We can provide the link. <laughs> we could provide the link. I'll, I'll throw it up there. Oh, that's crazy. I love it. Yeah. So. All right. What do you got? It's this is our holiday special. Yeah. Happy holidays happy to everyone. Holidays. Yeah, that's right. First thing I have is, mm-hmm. um, we've been doing this since when? September. Has it been that long? I think so. All September, right. October. Um, just I don't know if it's the holidays bringing it out. Yeah. But. Thank you to you for yeah, letting me do this. Of course. I love it. Yeah. Um, hopefully, best. I add to 
what you're doing. No, Chris, you are the show. So let's look. Like, come on. Well, I'm, I'm being modest. Yeah, being modest. I can't believe that. Why start now? Yeah, but see, I don't want to be the David Lee Roth, you <laughs> know, and then go on my own nah, and try to have a work. solo career. Then you're working in an ambulance. That's right. That's right. <laughs> in New York City. Next thing you know. Nah, right. You're you're back there again <laughs> doing hula hoop <laughs> <laughs> commercials. <laughs> By now, you know how much money I get for them now. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, favorite Christmas songs. I was thinking about this the mm-hmm. other day. My top two. Ready? Mm-hmm. The first one's probably a little obvious. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus Coming to Town by By Springsteen. Yeah. Not the. Oh yeah. That mm-hmm. was that's number. Mm-hmm. That's one A. One yeah. B. Yeah. Uh, Last Christmas by Wham, who we lost George Michael wow. a couple years ago. Wow. Yeah. By far, my wife is like a Christmas freak, uh, so we've been listening to Christmas music. I just, I just hold out for those two songs. See, to come. if I was on the game right now, if we were, we were, I mean, if we weren't like a little uh, mom and pop shop, I'd, ha- I would be able to tee those songs up right away. <laughs> one, we can only dream, bro. We, we could. We That's dream. our next one step. day. Yeah, one day. That's our next. But step. Yeah, I mean, Wham! Last Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess the the Springsteen thing is kind of a cover. Yeah. So the the original Christmas song, my favorite, is definitely Last Christmas yeah. with Wham. I gotta go. Um, um, I'm dreaming of a white with Bing Crosby. Yeah, Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. Yeah. Of course, of course. You know who sounds like him? I've been listening to it on my Spotify channel. Is uh, Michael Bublé. <coughs> Michael Bublé. Yeah. Well, Am I mean, I Michael right? Bublé. Yeah. yeah. Everybody sounds like everybody, really. Well, I mean, right? Yeah, but yeah, right. same. I same style of music. Yeah. White Christmas. What's your fa- what was your favorite Christmas show? You know, um, Rudolph and all those shows that we would see once a year yeah. on CBS. Those it weird, was, freaky claymation. Claymations, yeah. right? That yeah. still are. Yeah. Uh, my kids watch them like crazy. Everybody We watched, watched one the other night. Um, my favorite one then, I was probably the Frosty the Snowman one with the same idea, the claymation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was that the Heat Miser? Heat Miser, yeah. Heat Miser, yep. yeah. That's that was, probably it. Charlie Brown Christmas too. Yeah. Anybody with red hair now is labels, especially guys. Right. Li- right. Label the heat miser. Yep. And then you have the ever popular, mm-hmm. the Red Rider BB gun oh, saga oh, the of best. the Christmas story. How about let's go into live action? <clears throat> How about um, the Griswolds holiday? Griswold, the Griswolds oh, Christmas. I mean, come on, Christmas vacation is. Christmas vacation is. We've watched my wife and I've watched that three times already. Her doing. Do you like that? Better than Elf and Jim Carrey as the Grinch. Those top three. Jim Carrey, Grinch, I'm not into it all. Wow. Elf is fantastic. Um, cameo by Artie Lang, which That's is right. fantastic. <laughs> um, you smell like beef and cheese. Exactly. Because <laughs> um, you know he does. Right. And weed. He's right. A, you smell like beef, cheese, and weed. And whatever else. Right. Um, I'm a huge fan of Artie, but yeah. yeah. Um, I think Elf and Christmas Vacation are the top two for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's a million. There's so many yeah. bad ones, yeah. like that you see on now. There was mm-hmm. one the other day. Um, that, that I was I was drilling through the channels with Arnold Schwarzenegger fighting for this toy. Oh god, I forgot it was called like Christmas with the Cranks or something. Yeah. Or, I'm like, what? <laughs> right. You just can't go wrong with a Christmas movie. No. And then I don't know if you remember this. A couple of years ago, two three years ago, they made this like depressing family Christmas movie with John Goodman. Yeah. Um, I forgot who else was in it. Diane Lang, maybe. Mm. And it was about, you know, the whole family was coming home. The daughter brought a fake boyfriend home because she didn't have a boyfriend. Oh, and the parents uh, told the kids at Christmas they were getting divorced. <laughs> and I'm thinking <laughs> in my head, like, this is actually a good, a unique spin on this whole thing. But are people going to really want to see this? What was that Adam Sandler one? 
Was it like three? Was Adam Sandler movie? It was like three Christmases and. Oh no no no! Uh, four Christmases four with Christmases. with. Well, I watched that the other night. I'm way off. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah, That's right. where where John Favreau's the MMA yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. But, but Robert Duvall's in that movie. As you say, Robert Duvall, his dad. I mean, come on, one of the best of all time. Oh yeah, that was. <sighs> Robert Duvall was one of the best. He is. Yeah. I mean, by far, still doing it. Yeah, I, it's amazing. Still doing it. What do you think about the remakes that are coming out now by Disney with the little um, Mary Poppins? Are you into that? Are you into Pixar or? I just watched a documentary on Netflix about the uh, Netflix about the um, Walt Disney. Yeah, the origin, the, the whole origin of Pixar and how it developed, and you know, it was amazing to me. Yeah, how they went and bought it. Yeah, yeah. It, it never should have even happened if you think about the story and how it went. Yeah, they never should have happened. Bill Gates, obviously, right. you know was the thrust but god well, i like him i pixar i'm in but well that was a th- that was the point with bill with bill gates that's when he basically got canned as the Correct. ceo of yep yeah which is of, probably the best timing right because then what all right what am i going to do now right so so he went all in and said, let's sell it yeah and god and then how how the whole thing um i guess the head of the creative you know drive of that company almost lost his entire life over it mm-hmm. you know his family yeah. you know with you know when they rebranded toy story two three times mm-hmm. you know it it you just forget how big toy story was i forgot you know and, and then now i was thinking back like when it first came out i think it was like uh let's see what this is and then my god genius yeah genius <laughs> and to get those voiceovers from the best of the best you know genius. Tom Hanks. Right. You know all those guys. It, it, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's genius. Yeah, Don Rickles. Don Rickles was Don, in it. Mr. Yeah, Potato Head. yeah. <laughs> I mean, just think about how. Think about. I think of the world today, and I, I, I don't remember when it didn't exist. All right. Pixar and those movies and the animation. Yeah. What's animation? You give a rough estimate. Uh, again, we don't fact check anything. No, we'll, What's no, a rough we'll, estimate? Animated movies have to take up what forty percent of the market. Maybe now? half. They're probably the biggest money makers. I mean, they're they're guaranteed. Right. They're home guaranteed. run. It's a home run, right? Yeah, it's a home run. All the strollers come flying in the movie theater, right. and all the right. You're not just selling one or two tickets. You're selling five. Yes, at fifteen dollars a clip. Right, and then it lives on and on and on and on. Kids are going to sit there and watch over and over again. As an adult, you typically don't know, will not watch the same movie fifty times, but as a kid, you do. Correct. Right. It's it was the same theory. You know, in minor league sports, instead of just selling one or two tickets, you're selling five constantly. Uh, every time. Right? Or family four-packs. It's the right. same thing in the movies, movie industry. Yeah. Again, I don't remember a time when it didn't exist. No. So, man. This week, mm-hmm. December 18th anniversary, Chris Farley. I saw that. Did 21 see, years ago. Did you see uh, Adam Sandler had a, a part of his special, he sings a song yeah. about him? Yeah. Unbelievable. On Netflix, I saw it. Yeah. 21 years ago. Saturday Night Live, I mean, it 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 just, it took a lot of great classic, you know, John yeah. Belushi. Yeah, cranking them out. Farley, cranking them out. Not so much lately. No. But Not Farley, so much. Farley is, he was unbelievable. I, 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 I We're lucky to go through that time with him because he was, he was, the movies he was in. But he know. came in like a tornado and left the same way. Like, mm. Those guys, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I, I always saw, you know, those physical Comics, that would have been you. Yeah, right. You probably, you were on your the way. same way. You were on your way. Probably went out the same he, way. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he. It's just so sad. It's yeah. so sad. And when you read about the the whole, he just basically at the end of the day was always looking for acceptance. Yeah. Meanwhile, here's a guy with 
how many fans worldwide. Right. One of the biggest movie stars at the time, mm-hmm. top comic, just still couldn't in his mind find that acceptance. And he just buried himself probably with ex- in anxiety and 100%. acceptance. And 100%. And then drugs you start, and alcohol has right. always filled that void. And you never feel like anyone's real. Like right. they just like you because you're Chris Farley, yeah. the guy who you know hikes his pants up and does motivational speaker and not you. That was one of the best of all time. Ever. Of all time. Yeah. I know everybody talks about, you know, the walking more cowbell. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. But if you if I need an out loud laugh still, I turn that right on. You yeah. can't make it up. No. It's just and you know what the funniest part is? When you watch I think it was Spade in it, right? Mm-hmm. He's laughing he can't even the hide entire it. time. And Lorne Michaels apparently hated when you couldn't keep it together. He's laughing the entire time. <laughs> the entire skit. I mean, it's that's just genius. But he, let's even back it up even further. They're sitting in a meeting, and they and he, someone has to have the idea of I'm going to come in as a motivational speaker to a family. <laughs> right, right. Those are the meetings I would love to be I in. Know it. Oh love to God. be or love to be a part of and create that. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be just, just genius. awesome. There's probably ninety percent of the best stuff probably never right. gets on the show. And I wonder how that one goes. Right, like. All right, we're going to have this motivational speaker. He's going to come in. And do you think Farley's like, I got this. We're good. And then he just, you know, creates it and we're all set. I I guess um, when he, when he fall, you know, the prop is him (laughs) falling on a table and crushing a table. Apparently he did fall in rehearsal and it wasn't part of it. It wasn't part of it. It wasn't part of it. And then he kind of made it a part of it. Yeah. David Spade. I remember him having an interview was saying that. So, I mean, come on. Talk about genius. It's just so sad that. You know, I can't believe it's 21 years yeah. already since, like, Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy's 21 years. Oh, my gosh. And all those. Getting, we're getting old. What else you got? What else you got on your before list? Before I forget. You, come, you came up with a list today. You came prepared. Before I forget, yeah. we have to give a shout-out to Lou Petrucci, right? From Brother Lou. Bro, who, Brother Lou. So Lou and I have a path that is kind of like two ships passing, right? Yeah. He grew up in West Haven, yeah. now lives in the neighborhood I grew up in. I grew up in that neighborhood, and now I'm here in West Haven. Yeah, you took Lou's place. So, yeah, I don't know if anybody can take Lou's place. Well, you're close. <laughs> High, uh, head baseball coach at the Great Ward Melville High School, yep. where I graduated from, mm-hmm. um, and doing phenomenally well. As a popular well. kid. As a po- you were the popular kid by that time, weren't you? In high school? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No. No? I don't know if I was... I don't, I don't know if I'm being modest, no. but I don't... I had, I, I had a group of, you know, close, tight-knit friends... Did the whole sports thing, the you know, had hair down to the middle of my back at some points, then shaved half it. I you, you know business business in front, party in the back. Were you a mullet guy? After, oh yeah, for a while, and then I grew the whole thing out. Oh, um, Did, earrings. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. No, well, not till later. Not in high school. Mm-hmm. No, but you know that whole thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't starved for friends. We need Brother Lou in this. But in this studio. oh my God! Yeah. So doing a phenomenal job yep. with Ward Melville High School baseball, phenomenal. Um, had a had had Stephen Matz, who's now pitching for the Mets in the big leagues. Had another lefty, uh, another left-handed pitcher, who just got drafted in the first round out of UConn two years ago, and has another one, another lefty that is now getting looks. Um, for this upcoming draft, but is also committed to UConn. So on the Mount Rushmore of left-handed pitchers from my high school, I am slowly getting moved out. You are. I mean, it is. It's it, unbelievable. It's like you're you're becoming like the Burgermeister, Meister Burger. Your pitchers, yeah, kind of. It's, it's tilted. It's gonna yeah. fall pretty soon. 
But credit to him, obviously the he is a listener, which is great. He hit me up the other day. Yeah, you um, but we put him in this chair right here. That's a heck of a show. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Lou, Lou, if you're listening, yeah. we need you. Yeah, Lou, Lou, we need you. <coughs> we need your wisdom. Lou is always wise beyond his years, even when we were younger. And Lou's a little bit older than I am, but always a uh, just a baseball guy. You know, always so incredibly well respected as just a human being and, and a person. very good businessman. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, smart. Yeah. Oh yeah. You no, know, not bad. For has West that West Haven, Haven um, mm-hmm. chip on his shoulder? Yeah, well, You're not going to get one over on him, as we all do. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get one over, <laughs> as on we him. all do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. Yeah. But yeah. we got to get him in. Yeah, we do. Is he coming back for? <clears throat> he didn't mention it, but mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll be calling me tonight, mm-hmm. hopefully, and then let's see if we can get him. All right. That'd so, be fantastic. All right, brother Lou. Open door invitation. Yeah. You push me right out of here. Yeah. Right down to Campbell Avenue. Right down. So. Congrats, Lou. I got um, more good news. Yeah. Um, good news for me. Yeah. Uh, Slayer is coming oh, to the training center in Massachusetts. Uh, they're on their farewell tour. Uh, of course. Why are they all? Everybody's on their farewell tour. Well, I think. This might be our farewell well, show. I just think all my heroes are getting to that age. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening here. So you got your tickets? Uh, not yet, but no. I plan on being there. May twenty mm-hmm. fifth, mm-hmm. Xfinity Center in Mass. Um, the only show in the area. You guys they gonna were be playing here. in the playoffs. You're gonna be playoff time. As long as we're not on the road. Right, you're there. <laughs> it's a couple hours each way. Right, you're there. It's you know, Watch it's out. Uh, it's an experience. If you've never seen them, I've seen them a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, Brought my wife to one of them. <laughs> You're talking to a guy whose first concert was Donnie and Marie. Yeah, we went over this. That's uh, <laughs> so you yeah, know Slayer we, we was. We may have to go. Yeah, Slayer have to get the right. tickets and go to that. Um, yeah, and now getting bracing, bracing for the holidays. Right. <laughs> you know. What happens to women during the holidays? They change. They completely lose their minds. Too mm. much pressure. I, I think. But pressure for what? That my wife, know. my wife is a Christmas freak. Ah, oh. so that's a different thing. She mm-hmm. has a countdown on her cell phone. Oh my gosh! Of the hours, minutes, days till Christmas. This is her holiday. Yeah, like this is it. Our our, our Christmas tree has a remote control that you use to maneuver the lights. And you can have different zones of the tree blinking at one time. You can have, I think there's three thousand light combinations, and it's an actual remote. So that's where I'm at. Oh my god. Well, I'm I'm well. I'm at is my parents still have the clapper to turn the lights on and off. Come on, yeah, oh, absolutely. That's fantastic. They're walking into the room just clapping. That's fantastic. You think, oh, is it, is that for me? No, it's for the tree. Wow, it's for the tree, Jackass. Yeah, they have the clapper. Do you remember that? Clap yeah, on, clap off. Well, the great commercial. Yeah, oh, that was the best. The clapper. Yeah. <laughs> clap on. Yeah. Clap off. The clapper. Yeah, and I remember the final scene. It was that I think it was a woman laying in bed. Yeah, and she like all of a sudden looks up, claps, <laughs> and rolls over, and you know. <laughs> yeah. I, why do we? That was like forget we got Alexa now, but back then That's the clapper was Alexa. And and that that uh that device that that gave you a lift up and down your staircase. Yeah, the elevator. Yeah, yeah. I don't then you remember. say it looked like a toilet seat. Right. Just... <laughs> Take it. That was the crapper. Yeah. Right. You had the crapper and the yeah. and, and the clapper. 
Wow. What else we had back then? We had uh, I've fallen, I can't get up. Oh, life, life alert. L- life alert. That's think? still that's still going on now. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I bet. Now they have a lady like on the bottom of the stairs. I saw before, that. Yeah, before it was like she and was her, the, her leg is turned backwards. Backwards. Yeah. Right. She got blood gushing right. out of her nose. Like lady. Yeah. Right. You, you need more than that. The yeah. life alert. God. Right. You, God. You, right. You need a funeral alert on that one. But I don't know what the psychosis is. I don't know if it's. I mean, let's think about what Christmas has become, right? It's yeah. that mm-hmm. showy, yeah. economically driven yep. thing. Yeah. I always say this. Thanksgiving's my favorite. Yeah, I agree. It's about the food, which is always great, you know, right? And it's about, it, it ends there. You know, there's no, of this, this idea of, and I'm seeing it now with our son. I mean, this is his, last Christmas he was five months old, so, you know. This one, it's getting a little more like our our store looks like the 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 window at Gimbel's in Manhattan. Yeah, like it, 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 I I couldn't our den I couldn't walk through it, and we're very lucky, but it's like hmm, where's it go from here? <laughs> you know, like I, I think Just that's wait. and then you then you throw in the family component, right? And you yeah. gotta have mm-hmm. you know. The big gatherings, I guess that gets pressure. I guess that's pressure filled. I yeah. don't know. You want the memories. You want to create memories for your kids, you know. And so the pressure is on the mom. Literally, all that is. It's just you, those memories, right? That that's ma- what it's that about. magical moment. That's what it's about, right? It's that's like the, what it's like about. Christmas Eve was like the first day of school. Like you can't you can't sleep. You're thinking about what you're yeah. going to get. Yep. You know. Then oh, you go God, downstairs. Do I remember. You rip open your presents in ten minutes, and then it's over. I remember Christmas Eve just being so anxious. You're right. Yeah. Just being like. And getting up at like 4 a.m. Right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I don't care what time it is, I'm up. Mm. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I just remember I'd be watching, like, I don't know, wrestling or something. Oh, no, wrestling. Uh, uh, hot Rod. I'm just a, my favorite WWF wrestler of all time. I don't even remember Hot Rod. Roddy Piper? Oh, I'm sorry. Come uh, on. Yeah. I forgot even though that was his, that was his nickname. <laughs> yeah, the Hot Rod. Yeah. He um, was all, one of the all-time, he was one of the all-time characters because he was such a great actor. Yeah, exactly, and he had he had his own show, the Piper's Pit. Right, where it, it always ended up, he would interview someone, yeah. beat him up, and then the whole set would fall down. Right, like it was made of paper mache. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Piper's Pit was. He come out with the with the kilt on. Oh yeah, smashed Jimmy Snooker in the head with a coconut. And, yeah. Jimmy Super Superfly Snooker. I mean, all those guys, all those those um, all those Samoans, they were all related, right? Most of them were all like, yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah Tony Gurria. The, um, um, they had the Tonga kid. The ton- they were Alpha all like Sika. They were all cousins or something, or maybe Listen, that's what they just called each other. I don't, I don't know. You got to get off the island somehow. Yeah, <laughs> all go to the WWF or play or play football. Yeah, they're right, well, unbelievable right. football they play players. For Oregon. Uh, they're unbelievable football players. A lot of strength. Yeah, just, just you, they're nasty. <clears throat> yeah. They're vicious and they're strong. And they're nicest guys off the field. Yep. Right? I'm sure Jimmy Snooker was a sweetheart. Unbelievable. But what a tremendous athlete. Do you remember that one move where he'd go halfway through the ropes, he'd hang in, he'd swing his legs out yep. in the middle of the ropes and come back like kicking people. Unbelievable. And, unbelievable. And he was the guy that that um he he basically trademarked the off the top rope splash. Oh my gosh. Which I mean talk about athleticism. Twenty feet in the air and he did it off in Madison Square Garden he did it off the top of the cage right I think it was to Bob Backlund yeah there's a name for you wow Bob Backlund and, but I mean that talk about athleticism yeah. I'm sure his body you know paid the price oh, like they those guys were all roided up they partied yeah. like crazy just think about it. I mean they're 1099 what a life what a life they, they have to pay for their own travel yeah they'd all like rent a car and travel together and yep. 
the Iron Sheik, Hogan. Yeah. And I remember um, I, I was listening to an interview recently, um, and Hogan, Hulk Hogan said they were going 300 nights a year in when it was rolling. 300 nights a year they were wrestling. It's crazy. Physical toll. Totally, I mean, forget the... Mental, the whole thing. He's now six foot four. And the reason I say that is he was six foot seven. But he said from Hulk Hogan, was that? Yeah. Was he really that tall? He was he was six foot seven. He's now six foot four because his back got so destroyed mm-hmm. and kind of compressed. And he said it was from doing that finishing the leg drop every night. The doc the doctors say it was that was it. You know what's you know what's so sad? I don't know if it's sad, but it's interesting that the 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 passion of fans is still there, yeah. Right, the, yeah. the arena still sell out. Ra- WrestleMania is still Packed. one of the most watched, attended yeah. live event, you know, um, way above <laughs> anything else. And it just doesn't get the respect because it is show business, right? It it's is all it is, right? Vince McMahon said it the best. Remember when Ted Turner started the um, the other league or invested in the other league? It yeah. was the um, it was, uh, God, what was it called? I can't remember now. They had Goldberg. They had the the New World Order. That's and, right. And they started taking ratings away. Yeah. I don't know why it's escaping me. But Ted Turner, I guess, apparently called Vince McMahon Jr. and said, hey, I just entered the wrestling business. And Vince McMahon said, he told him, well, that's great. I'm in the entertainment business. <laughs> like, he knows <laughs> what's going on. Genius. Like he he I mean Genius. now now they have the whole diva population mm-hmm. where they brought in the female the female wrestling was always like mm-hmm. it really hard to describe mm-hmm. it was very just like always like kind of I don't know if you remember this this sticks in my mind I can't even remember I can't remember people's names or anything I didn't, but I remember Susie Spirit <laughs> <laughs> dislocated her elbow. Wow. On, li- on live TV, yeah, and like her elbow, I'd never seen it before. Her like it just, it, her arm kind of extended way past her elbow, and it was the grossest thing I've ever seen. And they did Susie Spirit. I'll never be. She had like a chicken wing. There was that league, right? Was it called Glow? Glow, right? Mm-hmm. But it was always kind of like that thing that. So wrestling was kind of the, mm-hmm. you know, the the number one soap opera, right? And Glow was kind of like. You know, you maybe just tuned in, yeah. see if any of the chicks are hot. It was by by mistake. Yeah, yeah it was now, by mistake. Now, I mean, the whole that whole population is is a huge part of their business. Yeah, huge. Or it used to be like I remember. I don't know if you remember. Like Randy Savage had Elizabeth. Yeah, Elizabeth, absolutely. You know, there was always a sidekick. Or mm-hmm. now it's 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 integrated fully in. Mm-hmm. They have the, the reality show, mm-hmm. Divas Reality did Show. I know about that one. Like they, it, it's huge. Vince McMahon knows how to evolve that into keeping it, you know, current. Incredible business. Yeah, I mean, talk about a guy that really. Yeah. I mean, he brought something that used to barnstorm different states. Yeah. You know, and and down south. Right. It was regionalized. A hundred percent, and made it worldwide. Yeah. With, I mean, I think Hogan probably drove when at the height of Hulkamania. I mean, he's dare we say? I mean, he was just as popular as Michael Jordan. Right. He, he was. There's no doubt about it. So Andre the Giant. I mean, they had them all. That was such an, an incredible time. The yes. Rock was just coming out then. Yeah, yeah. The Rock was like on the way up mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. Hogan was on the way out. Yeah, yeah. His dad. Yeah, Rocky yeah, Johnson. Right. Rocky yeah. Johnson. Rocky Johnson. You imagine you imagine back then, The Rock would be who he is now. Yeah, I know. It's incredible. He went from the People's Elbow to the People's Choice Awards. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. He's the most popular probably actor he out there right is, now. He is. He demands, I read this the other day, 
and I don't know if it's true. We don't fact check. I don't, we but don't, I we read don't. it. We, we hardly know any facts that here. That he, he commands, he has the highest male quote, acting-wise, right now. I believe it. Highest quote he's got, in Hollywood. He's got like 30 million followers on, on Instagram. God, he gets after it. Yeah. He gets after it. He, he travels with an elliptical. Yeah. He probably, uh, hold, he, no, he, just forget elliptical. He, he has his whole gym. Yeah. The iron, yes. iron, iron paradise or iron whatever. <laughs> He's, he's got I his mean, own line for Under Armour the now. The guy puts the work in. Yeah. That's why I like him. Yeah. I mean, I know, you know, he he films every workout, every rep. He does. But guess what? Yeah. He's not faking it. No. I mean, he... That guy's an animal. Animal. Yeah. Animal. He gets it. Yep. Yeah, he's likable. Yep. Women love him. Guys <laughs> want to be him, you know? He's a modern-day rock star. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And he, can do any, he can't do anything wrong. I got to say, yeah. <clears throat> I saw a clip of... Mark Wahlberg, yeah, in his routine, yeah, three o'clock in the morning or four a.m. club. Yeah, I was watching some some old carpool karaoke stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and Corden, I guess, did a whole workout with Wahlberg at his house. Yeah, that was hilarious. Three a.m. Yeah, animal with yeah. that gym in his house. Yeah. Like, man, animal. Listen, those guys. Everyone thinks you just become you know you're just a movie star and you just lounge around. That's a tough life. It, it takes more than talent. 100%. Without a doubt. And looks. It takes more than both. Uh, to last. With, without a doubt. To last. I mean, and, and quality character. And, yeah. And people have to like you. And there's so many great actors out there. I, I would assume that look the part, that act the part, but they're just not the part when you take off the clothes right. and you take off and you kind of look, you open up the chest, and you know, it's, it's not there. Right. And those you know? guys, you know, they disappear. Yeah. They become hard to work for and right. work with and well, you, unemployable. You need the talent above and beyond. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Robert Downey Jr. is probably the, the biggest example of the talent will, yeah. I mean, everything he went through yeah. to come back in the business and be yeah, was, a mega superstar again. He was walking into neighbors' houses <laughs> and, and sleeping on their couches. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. you know, who hasn't done that in their right. life? <laughs> No, you may have done that. You just haven't made Iron Man after. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, a little thing called Iron Man yeah. saved him. But he was a, he's a brilliant actor. Probably one of the best of our generation. Yeah, he's amazing. Realistically. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He is. Yeah, he's amazing. Otherwise, he's gone. Yeah. Never see him again. No. And God. Speaking of which, the um, final Avengers movie trailer is out. What do you think? Called Endgame. Mm. I don't know. I've watched it 20 to 25 times, so I guess I'm excited. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But we gotta wait till May. Um, the yeah. last, the last couple of have just been brilliant. I the in, the the last one with I mean that was, uh, it was everything it was supposed to be. Mm. <laughs> Not to mention when they spin off and they just compartmentalize. They did the Black Panther. They yep. did. They're all good. They're all good. Yeah. But that whole universe we've talked about this already that they created is. Unbelievable. Machine. Unbelievable. The machine. Like you said, they could take one character and spin off four movies from one character. Yes. I mean, talk about a self-generating... That's the that's Franchise. the best part. Yeah. yeah you, you can really... It's endless. It is endless. And if you're a comic book person, there's still so many things they haven't even touched yet that they probably... I mean, I guess they will. Mm-hmm. Unless they just run out of time. No. But no. there's so many things they haven't even gotten to yet that... But, yeah... Sometime in May. Sometime in May. End game. We can talk sports. We got um, anything down on, on your list? I got, I got a lot of stuff, but right. sports is yeah. sports. Is what we're supposed to be here for? Yeah, I know it. This is the Sports Biz Podcast. Josh Gordon. Yeah. What? So, <sighs> Patriots 
They did the same thing with Randy Moss. Correct. Right? Randy Moss was that problem child that, and he goes there, and Belichick, at the end of the day, the hardest thing to do in the NFL is win football games. 100%. <laughs> right? 100%. So you're going to surround yourself. You can't have a whole locker room full of full of guys that are, right? You could do no. one or two. Yes. Right? Because the rest, yes. rest, rest will pin them down. Yep. Yeah. Josh Gordon was that guy. Comes in and he self-destructed because of his anxiety. No different than a, uh, Chris Farley. Yep. Right? You're drinking and you're trying to escape your reality. Right. And you, get, and you get caught up in it. And I feel bad for that because the guy's an extremely talented Talented player. And if you think they really didn't use him that much in the last. No. No. I don't I don't see Gordon the same way I saw Moss. Yeah. I saw Moss as a guy, and I, I think they, they did the Chad Ochoseco experiment there too. Yeah. <clears throat> That's true. I think those guys self destructed for different reasons. I think Josh Gordon just cannot put a handle on this thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think he can. Uh, he needs. Real legitimate care, but in you, my mind. You know, but do you do you really? I don't think people question why they brought him in because, well, ah, you know, Belichick could, he could he could coach those guys. Yeah, sure. Right. So that's the perception. Sure. But do you continue to bring those guys in when you know how much how long do you have with them? Because you know if they if they're just self destructing. If he will get you two or three extra wins, it's worth it's every worth penny. Yeah. Because that's the difference between postseason and not the postseason. you got 16 games to do it. So, and let's not forget that, you know, no one in my mind in that league is holier than thou. You're right. It's just, do you want to take that undertaking on? Do you have the culture already established where a guy can maybe survive? Mm-hmm. Those are the questions I think a lot of the organizations say, yeah, this is not for us. It looks to me like the Patriots are always saying, "This is for us. We can do this." All right, we got a head guy that can that that can manage it. That can manage the drama and they can manage it. And at the end of the day, you know how it is. If it doesn't work, okay. I'll see you later. And that's the harsh truth. Right. But I just, I mean, the, the guy needs help. That's obvious, right? And I don't think those other guys, like Randy Moss, to me, I don't think his issues weren't obviously the the the, the same. No, they were just more ego driven. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be able to work within the framework of a, of a team. Is he still on TV? Is he still uh, I don't know. NFL Network, maybe? I know Keyshawn is. Yeah. They were kind of almost the same. Yeah. You know, but I, I heard Charlie Weiss talk the other day that his favorite player that he ever coached was Keyshawn Johnson. I can believe that. So you know it's, you're not there. You're you, not there at practice. Exactly. You're not there with them. Right. You're not, you weren't there, you know... When you were talking to Aaron Hernandez and he looked like a normal guy or, you know, like a crazy yeah. normal 23-year-old NFL player, right. yeah, you didn't know. You, we're not there every day. We yeah. only see what we see. Exactly. So You're not seeing these guys in the weight room at right. 5 a.m. Right. and having that conversation. and, and you know, Eating having, dinner with them. Eating dinner, having lunch. Right. You just... You know. You're just hearing Keyshawn say, give me the damn ball and say, <laughs> yeah, what a selfish guy. Yeah, but you know what? Like, we don't see the in and the out. The work that they put in. And and you don't get to know them. Right. So I get, you know. Yeah. Now, l- let's just cut to the bottom line. The Patriots are all about winning football games. Yeah. That's what this was. This was a let us help Josh Gordon. Yeah. If Josh Gordon was, uh, you know, no offense to... Danny Amendola, right. <laughs> they wouldn't be open arms to bring him back and say, oh, let's fix Danny Amendola. This is a guy that could change the game. Yeah. That's why they did it. Mm-hmm. Randy Moss was a guy that could change the game. Without a doubt. Right? So uh, it's just very difficult when, you don't, when you're not there every day. And from coaching athletes, on a very, very smaller scale than what we're talking about, 
as coaches, we all have perceptions about who our athletes are. You know, the people all have perceptions about who these kids are, but they're not around them as much as we are. You know, so it's a lot of times when you say to yourself, well, I can't believe Coach So-and-so gave this guy another shot. You don't, you don't, you don't have invested the time and, and, and the relationship building that we have in these athletes, and that is where that comes from. You, and you wouldn't have it. I get it. And I think on a grander scale, that's what this is. Not to say that Belichick invested anything more than what, what he got there in week two, mm-hmm. week three. Again, it's a move to win football games. I think we can help him. And, you know, hey, listen, if we, if he, if we teach him to li- live in our culture, probably does help his life. And I'm sure that was, you know, a little bit in there. Mm-hmm. But let's not believe that Bill's not worried about anything but Bill winning football games, right? right. Exactly. Especially now. Yeah. And the chinks in the armor. Mm-hmm. Listen, Rome eventually fell. Yeah. And who knows when, but I just see Brady doing some things I haven't seen him do. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's something to be said for staying too long. I say it all the time. Yeah. Something to be said. You know, there was rumblings. I think we talked about this before. There was rumblings that, you know, Belichick was... You know, I don't know who made that up. I don't know how true it is, but I got to believe that if Belichick didn't want him to be there or start anymore, he wouldn't be starting. But I think there's there is that rumbling. Yes, they're hoping that he'd move on. And I think Belichick was definitely, definitely grooming Garoppolo and wanted him. Mm-hmm. That I believe. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think they were hoping. All right, this will take care of itself. Tom, you know, rides off in the sunset with Giselle. Yeah. And now Garoppolo's your quarterback. Who goes first? Yeah. Who goes first? Mm-hmm. Brady or mm-hmm. Belichick? Who, 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 who do I think? Yeah. Uh, <coughs> Brady. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who Kraft. I, he's he's going to be in a tough spot eventually. Yeah. If he's not already. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it's an interesting uh, cult, uh, dynamic right. between those two. Have you, ever seen, have you ever seen a team with so much quote-unquote turmoil that's always ten and four, right? <laughs> Nine and four, ten and four, right? Yeah, it's crazy to me, but I think that's like the bar, right? Like, well, no, don't worry, they're still going to win twelve games. Like that's, that's what they do. But there's all this stuff going on, mm-hmm. always. <laughs> you know what I mean? It gets teams win it right now. Nine and four. Nine, yeah. nine and five? Nine and four, maybe? Again, we don't fact check that at all, nor do we know but our facts. there'd be teams that would be begging yeah. to have their problems, yeah. their internal problems, right? With with not a, not a, not a star-studded roster again. It's so, amazing. It's amazing. It's a system, right? I don't know if he's got a magic potion. I don't know if he's... Because it's a copycat league, right? Why can't everyone else do it? <coughs> I don't know. I'm asking. I don't know. The head guy and the owner. Has to be. But mm-hmm. then there's people. So now the guy loses to Miami. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Gronkowski was in that position at the end of the game and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. You know, huh, some genius. But, I mean, come on. Well, you know what it is. I mean, you know, you, you got, you, you have that, that, you know, you got a hands team on, sure. you know, when you know they're going to onside kick and you have that kind of, that's, that, that you know, that safety defense, right. whatever the Patriots call it, and you have your man packages who are in there. Right. So they're calling that defense, and at some point probably someone said, well, I don't know if he's going to throw a 70-yard pass in the end zone, and it, it didn't happen. <coughs> but if they did go for it, he's in there. So the fact that they caught a 35-yard pass right. and turned it into a 70-yard touchdown, 
you can't, you know, you, you can't look at it. The package is the package. He's in there. They're not going to say, oh, by the way, you got to get Gronk out of there. You know, Gronk was in there to probably push above 10 guys out of the way to right. get the ball. Right. What you expect was going to happen, you know? But now, now, now Belichick's lost it. And it's the package. That's the defensive package. That's the play. Let's see what happens. Someone's got to make a tackle. There are three tackles, you know, someone's got to make the tackle before they even get to Gronk. So, as I said last time, it's what's great about sports. Yeah, that play. Right. You can't second guess it. Right. It is what it is. They made a great play. They're at home. <coughs> Eighty degrees out. End of the game. And the Pats will still be in the playoffs. Right. And they'll probably they'll probably get the first win. I don't know. I don't know who they'll probably line up against the first win. Well, no. I don't know. I think it's going to come down. Yeah, we have to wait. I think. Mm-hmm. But. What else you got on that list there? Checking a God, it's just I got uh, this. My yeah, my Santa's list here. This is your Santa's list. What's on your list? Yeah, what? What's on your list? What's on your Christmas list? My list? I I, I stopped making. <laughs> Excuse one, me. To be honest with you, well, yeah. I haven't made one in. You I know. Know. Well, just like even thinking like everybody. What do you my my you know my family and what do you want? I don't, I don't care. If you could have something, what would it be? Doesn't have to be realistic. Like if you could have something, what would it be? I want a camera. I want a, I want a nice camera for this show, so we stop using my cell phone to shoot our All video. Right. All right. A nice, nice camera with a little tripod with that big fuzzy microphone. You know that looks like a a cat that just got electrocuted. Yeah. From Christmas vacation. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, where to shoot for the stars? Yeah. A camera. Well, <laughs> hey, I, I, camera. I gotta pull yeah. that one out. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You're, you're thinking for something else. No, no I, I don't know. I, I, mean, I want a nice camera. I want a nice camera. I think. I think we got to step up our game on this show, because right now I can't edit off of this. I need. I need something I can edit. I mean, my talent requires the best technology you can get. It does. Well, we, no, we, we've been able to ham and egg this thing, and you know, we're growing in popularity. I think we got four people that are watching. <coughs> we have four live. No, well, no, not live, but that's okay. It is okay. Everyone mm-hmm. else is lost. Yeah, yeah. So we're, I we're doing it. it. Right. Right. We're just keep on. If we did this every day, <clears throat> yeah, every single morning, our our audience would grow exponentially. Just because of the content that we put out daily, 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 daily. Of course. You know? I'm just so. giving it to him by the gallon then. Yeah. Yep. I, and I know. But maybe we should do that. Yeah. I mean, if as soon as we get some, you know, as soon as we get like um, Priceline and let's see who else, Chick-fil-A, a couple of the sponsors to Hasbro. pay salaries. Hasbro. Maybe Hasbro will bring you back. I think they actually folded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if they exist. No, they still go there. Oh, no. Dude, they make movies now. They got, a, they got a whole media let's, division. This brings me to a point. Let's talk about the first Christmas season without a Toys R Us. Toys this R Us does not exist. Yeah, well, Amazon. When was the last time you went shopping? Oh, I go shopping. Oh, you do? You're a shopper? No. Oh. But... I mean, I went to Babies R Us literally every other day when we first had Vito, Yeah, my son. Um, Which, by the way, has to be the greatest name now. <laughs> right? You brought it back. <laughs> brought it back. When was the last time anybody named their kid Vito in the United States? And there's not too many crazy people like me, I well, guess, apparently. Yeah. But I don't know. That's a good question. That is a great name. I was trying to think. I don't know any others except my father. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Do you know any? <laughs> not that's under the age of 60. Yeah, his first car is gonna be a Cadillac CTS. Oh, sure. Rear wheel drive. Oh, sure. My my son. Yeah, leather he's seats. Go, he's gonna li- he's gonna live in a retirement community at eighteen. <laughs> eighteen. <laughs> Play golf. Low and slow. <laughs> With the Costanzas. Right in Boca. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Delray Beach. Uh, yeah. 
Right there. All right, what else you got on the Christmas list? <clears throat> I don't know. You could, as you could tell, I'm You're suffering. Dying, really? <clears throat> Best part, you've done it a couple times. Yeah. Is having kids. They just pass it. Yeah. Four kids. <sighs> could you imagine? No. Right now that you have one. <laughs> I, you no, might, you might not make it to the second one the way you're coughing. Um, yeah, four kids. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 uh, one one kid consumes your life. Right? Oh, on top of and, your and life, multiply, more mu- and just multiply that. Yeah, multiply it, and your bandwidth. And <coughs> you lose everything. You you don't become you you don't you're not even who you are anymore. You but know? how great is it this time of year? You know what? Here's when it's really great. <laughs> um, is when they become older and you have, they become adults, young adults, and vacations, being around the table with them is incredible. It's really incredible. You know? So I have you to wait mo- 20 years. How you told mold me. them. And, yeah, but it'll, be, it'll go by so fast. You enjoy, you know, the time when you can't wait to get to that next step, that next step, that next step, that next step. It's like, I can't wait to do this and this and this and this. And it's like, you know, we, we had our fourth child 12 years after the other ones. Yep. So we were able to enjoy him much, well, at a different, it was a different, it's been a different um, process with us because it's like, I'm no longer going to, I can't not wait to the next step. It's like, I want to enjoy this moment, like this moment. Because now you know what to anticipate and what's going to happen. That's great. So, yeah. No, but I, this time of the year is, any time of the year. Is, I can't imagine four. Yeah. Can't imagine two. Mm. Well, was a, for a long time, I couldn't imagine one. <laughs> I mean, this is how nuts we are. I mean, we are the first kid um, when we were 23, 24 years old. And then our last child, we were in our 40s. You know, so. So like, the difference between your oldest and your youngest is how many years? 14, 15, 16, no. 16 years. So let me say she's 27. Yeah, 16 years. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, I have a my sister is twelve years older than me, so I can so you know relate. Yeah, Vito's. Yeah, wow. a fireman coming home. Yeah, got a long shift. Yeah, he's <laughs> he already rules the roost. He's yeah. I can only imagine where this is going. Wow. That's it. so you're old. Yeah, so you know. <coughs> so were that was she out of the house by the time? Really, she was. I was in third grade. She left for college. Never came back. Wow. Into the house. Right. You know, like, got married at 23, mm-hmm. um, but lived locally, so, but, yeah. Did she babysit you and all that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you I mean, and that's a, that's a, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's a, that's a time when yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on. Was she your hero growing up? <clears throat> um, was she like, was she a cool older sister? Yeah, the best. The best. Um, always had my back. Yeah. Um. Would would uh, you know? We're talking the l- they were talking about probably the last seventy, like the seventy nine to eighty five ish. Like what's going on then? My parents would be somewhere, and all of a sudden, you know, a hundred people would show up at the house. Oh, and, oh, oh yeah, really? oh yeah. It was fantastic. Um, but growing up, yeah, I mean, always had my back, and um, she was my she was my older sister. Mm-hmm. She's four foot eleven. Um, I'm trying to think how we could best describe her. Four <laughs> eleven. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Like I, I call her the Tasmanian Devil. She's like a, a tornado. Really? Yeah, yeah. 
she's uh she's she's almost like Snooky from from Jersey Shore. Uh, uh, like not uh, not not in the not uh, in the, uh, the not the bad parts about yeah. Snooky. The <laughs> just the same same physical like, but you yeah. know. Just so grow so growing up, your parents are like, "Oh, she was a handful." Do we yeah, want? Do yeah. we want to do this again? Because our next child is definitely going to be a lot settled. And then you come out with your hot rod T-shirt on, <laughs> yeah, and the, smoking cigarettes. Yeah, it's like, well, we lost again. <laughs> We're all for two. Yeah, I actually never smoked cigarettes. I never. That was one thing I never did. Just wasn't wasn't my thing. But yeah, I guess they well, <laughs> over two, <laughs> over two. Here we go. We're all for four, so yeah. that's all right. We got your beat on that. Yeah, uh, you want? What do you want for Christmas? Um, Shout at the devil by Motley Crue. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't every seven-year-old ask for that? Everyone. I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Like what? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's uh, all right, brother. What a time! Uh, well, we're we're fifty two minutes into this, so hopefully someone uh, you know passed the time listening to us in the car. Yeah, hopefully they didn't drive off a bridge. No, yeah, um, yeah. and ordered their Slayer tickets. Yeah, while driving. Yeah. Xfinity Center, May twenty fifth. Yeah, I mean, my 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 whole concert list is shaping up. I mean, I got I got I have Ozzy and Megadeth. Yeah, I got Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Now he now it's Slayer's on the list. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be a heck of a summer. It's gonna be a heck of a spring, summer. summer. I mean, geez, right? You got a good baseball team coming back. Very young. Very young. Very probably be frustrating at times. All right. I was thinking this the other day. Like, what age can I bring my son to an Iron Maiden concert? What age? Twenty-one. <laughs> yeah, forty. <laughs> right. Yeah. What age do you do it? Yeah. I was watching on YouTube. Uh, Don't be that parent who brings kids to, you know. Well, here's the thing. On, here's the thing that got me thinking about it. I'll tell you what it was. I was watching a YouTube clip of a Five Finger Death Punch concert, mm-hmm. and there was a, a dad, clearly with a son, and his son's singing, and, and I'm like, oh, kid was probably nine. And I was like, that's pretty yeah, if they're awesome. Into it. Yeah, if they're into it. Oh, this kid, he'll probably like Vito. Pavarotti yeah, or something. Vito. Or, yeah. Vito. He'll be listening to Frank Sinatra. Right, right. <laughs> the name like Vito. Uh, yeah, we'll probably be going to, uh, you know, I'll probably be doing uh, Disney Pause on Ice before <laughs> we're going to, you know. So. But I guess it's all about what you're exposed to, though, so hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. You I, know. Well, it was all downhill for me after Donna Marie. <laughs> yeah, you, there's no recovery no, from that. Especially as a theater in the round. You needed a good you needed a good makeover. You needed to head right to the next Rob Zombie concert and not look back. Yeah. You needed to Nah, you know, I was I was I was definitely into hip hop and, and rap. Well, and, I was too. Yeah. I was too. Yeah, you could yeah. not be no. especially in New York. Yeah. Believe me. Yeah. Like yeah. I respect that genre. Yeah. I do. Oh, absolutely. It's got its bad parts just like every other one does. Mm. But I respect that whole thing. Gen- I was a big Genesis, love Genesis, and so all right, hip hop. Yeah. But we'll end on this. Yeah, all right. Give me the top five, three, whatever you want. Hip hop. <coughs> Here, you know, do you remember Alby Shore? Of course. Love night and day. One of the best songs ever at the uh, roller rink when yeah. I was twelve. Oh my god, <sighs> that right? was the one. Skating backwards, <sighs> you falling. get you get yeah. me and Heather Ciccarelli. Let's go, Heather. Hands. Let's go, Heather. You want to skate? Night and day. Yeah, by uh, one of the best songs yeah. of all time. I'll be sure. So on the New Haven Coliseum. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely, you know, then all the then all the boy bands that came around at that time as well. I think those guys were great. Um, and then 
boy bands you know, meaning then, like new edition new and, edition yep. yeah 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 the black boy bands yep. yeah yeah those are those are my my guys and then um I, I love Luther Vandross. Yeah. You know, I just thought his, just, I saw him, I saw him, again, I was at New Haven Coliseum, I was working security, and I saw him come on stage without a band, do a sound check, and I had chills. It was probably, I was like, this guy just get up, get up there and, and ripped House Is Not a Home, if you remember that song. Sure. And just with a microphone, nothing else, and was like, this guy is unbelievable. You know, That's when you had to have talent, man. You had to have talent, you know. And uh, I don't know. I just, I just thought that that time was such a cool time. The music was so cool. Um, you know, then you had Biggie, and you had all those guys coming through that were rapping at that time. And um, I know the music and the vibe and the energy and the culture was just changing. And you know, in the early '80s, and I think it just it, it resonated through everybody. It didn't matter where you grew up. Yeah. You know, and uh, I don't know. It was a cool time, and I and I see that today. You know, I just think hip hop is is just it, it sets the tone for fashion. It sets the tone for attitude. I agree. It tells stories, um, and I like the music that's even being produced out there now. You know, me too. Yeah, I, I don't think it it hasn't really changed much. No, it doesn't. No. It hasn't. You know, and uh, well, the ba- the the roots of it, the 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 yeah, mm-hmm. hasn't. You know, and. Um, I just think, uh, yeah, yeah. So that that was it. Yeah. Shame we lost those guys, yo. I know. Biggie Smalls. Yeah, I know. Tupac. Biggie's my top. He's yeah, my guy. Tupac. Top, the best of all time, my S- opinion. Snoop Dogg. He's going to be right up there. It's going to be Snoop Dogg, Willie Nelson, and <laughs> Keith Richards are going to be the only three that are going to be alive yeah. in another twenty years. Right. Talk about a guy that's mainstreamed himself. Yeah. Unbelievable. Who's that? Willie? Snoop. Oh, Snoop. Snoop. Willie. All of them have. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Big, big potheads. Yeah. That, that's got to be the secret to life. Oh, we should get on that. Yeah. Let's, let's, do, a, let's, let's do some fact-finding on that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You're going to need some fact-checks. Uh, yeah. Biggie Smalls. So. He's my number one. All right, Chris. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Yep. The Hi. other four people yeah, that listened. Right. And, yeah. and Louie. Louie. I know, I know he will. Yeah. If he's not listening live, he's going to listen soon. At some point. And happy Festivus for the rest of us. This is Rob Thompson and the coach, Chris Alano. Game Plan New is our sponsor. This is Sports Biz Podcast. See you next year. Thanks again for listening to Sports Biz Podcast, presented by Game Plan U, with your co-hosts, Rob Thompson and Mark Kerpo. You can watch us live Tuesday nights, 7 p.m. East Coast Standard Time, on Instagram, at Game Plan U. For more information, go to sportsdreamjob.com.